if there was like a loser for sound mixing, it should be them. <laughs> I mean that in a respectful way because they're in the desert and they're wearing these masks, so they sound like Bane the whole time they're talking, like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you saying? Welcome back to another episode of Apologetically Me. I'm Maggie. I'm Wanda. And we're here to talk about the 2023 Oscars Award Ceremony. But before we get started, Wanda, tell the people what you got going on. So, because I have nothing going on, I guess I will give a Japan slash Korea update. Jordan has acquired a new credit card. That's my update. (laughs) (laughs) What? How is that an update to Korea slash Japan? So... He wanted to get a new credit card because, like, he was going to spend a lot of money, like, booking the flights, the hotels, and everything like that. Um, So he will be able to get points because most credit cards are, like, oh, if you spend, like, $3,000, you can get this many points or this much cash back in the first few months. So now he is waiting for that to come in the mail. And when that comes in, we will see if he books it. (laughs) Nice. Nice. Yay! It might be happening! I've been getting yeah. so many Korean and Japan vlogs on my thing. And, like, I already told yeah. you my whole um ordeal with it. But that's exciting. Uh, I hope you guys get lounge. Not, I hope you guys come. <laughs> Both. <laughs> Both is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because nothing was happening. And you kept asking me of whether or not we've booked them. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm not the one, like, responsible for planning this trip and stuff. So I finally said something being like, so, like, are we going to go? Like, because if we're not going to go, I'm going to book tickets to New York for my birthday. And because, like, the reason that I'm not doing that anymore is because it's like Japan's going to be very expensive. It's also very close to my birthday. So I'm not going to, like, go on a double vacation so close together. Plus, like. I get to save more vacation days and stuff like that. So I guess that was kind of passive aggressive. Like instead of saying like, hey, have you done this? But also I don't want to be the person that says, hey, have you done this? Because Mm -hmm. I don't care enough. The only thing I care about is like, I like being a planner and I need to know if this is happening or not. Mm -hmm. And the only way I can know that is if he does it. But then if he doesn't do it, then it leaves me up in the air. And he doesn't talk about it at all either. Keep your secrets, Jordan. We don't want you anyways. No. Just bring Wanda. <laughs> yeah, truly. Just pay for my ticket. Exactly. But then it'd be scary because I would have to travel alone for a really long time. And I'm not up for that yet. This is fair. This is fair. Yeah. If you guys were to go, is your plan still to go? I don't know. Actually, I don't know why I'm asking you. I should ask Jordan. But is his plan still to go? A week earlier and just spend a week in Japan and then join us. I'm unclear. I think it's going to depend on flight prices, like whatever's cheaper. So I'm unclear, but I do know that we're booking three one-way tickets. So you still have to be back by the 9th, right? 
Yeah, the thing is, it's like, I think by April, it should become a bit more clear whether or not I need to be back for the 9th. The thing is, I hope I need to be back before the 9th, because that means I would have been accepted into the conferences that I submitted my papers to, and that is good for my PhD progress. But if I don't get accepted into those, that is very bad for my PhD progress, but very good, because then our trips would line up. Yeah. So that's really, like... Mm -hmm. Iffy. I almost feel like yeah. because you want to go to Korea so much, you should spend more time in Korea. And it's more, I think, English-friendly is what I was told. Yeah. But also, there's so much like stuff that Jordan wants to do in Japan. Actually, I don't know. I don't know exactly what he wants to do in Japan. Hmm. I'm not sure. I, I will... do have my itinerary up, up for him. Yeah, I don't know if he's looked at it. I did share it with him, but I'm not sure if he's looked at it. I I try not to think about the specifics too much right now because it's going to stress me out and give me anxiety because nothing is happening. Yeah, I don't know what Jordan is like on vacation, but he seems to, I mean, you both seem to very like go with the flow kind of thing. Yeah, he's the same way. He mm -hmm. There is like, <clears throat> it's not like he's going to be like, oh, like, no, I don't want to do that. Like most of the time he's going to mm -hmm. be like, yeah sure so what is your update this week um i have no update other than my cuba trip is coming up the bachelorette pretty excited mm -hmm. we booked our day trip to havana um concerning because there's no seatbelts in these cars like it's a classic car and everyone in cuba is like really obsessed with classic cars for some reason there's air conditioning but there's no seatbelts so I messaged the group and was like, are we all okay with no seatbelts? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, by the way, I'm only looking at morning to afternoon times because I don't want to stay up later than that. And they were like, yeah, for safety reasons. So I like that we're all like kind of on the same page, which is good. Um, other than that, things are going good. We're just doing some bachelorette party game planning. I think it'll be fun. Hopefully low key. We'll see. So are you leaving the resort? Yes, we will be leaving the resort. Mm. Just for a half day. From 8.30 like, to 6 like p.m. Tour? Oh, that's early. I know. Wait, that's not a half day. <laughs> well, like they say, like the tour technically starts at like 10 a.m. Because mm. it takes two hours to get from Veradero to Havana. Yeah, it's a rough one. That's a whole ass day. Two hours. <laughs> no, but like two hours there, two hours back. Yeah, that's rough. So the tour, like you're leaving at 830 and then the tour ends at four and then you get back at six. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So you, it's like factored in already, but yeah. still that's like a lot. That's yeah. a long time. It is. And getting from the airport to the resort is also like... If you're on, like, one of those, like, buses rather than, like, a private car, it also takes a while. That I'm okay with because I think check-in was, like, 3 p.m. And we're not getting into, like, 10 a.m. So we have all the time. It's just, like, it's a lot of, like, I guess, like, I'm just the type that doesn't like sitting in cars. I just don't like traveling Oh, yeah, I hate car. it. Mm -hmm. Oh, so, yeah, that. Ooh, wait, <laughs> did you purchase water at the airport or did they give it out on the bus? 
they give it to you at the hotel. I have to wait that long with no water? Damn, that's sad. I don't think there's anywhere to buy water there. Oh my, maybe I'll buy it at Toronto Pearson. I would bring some water bottles if like you think that you're going to be thirsty. You could also take some from the flight, I guess, depending on who you're flying with. That is true. Yeah, but don't overthink it. It's all going to be late. fine. It's too late. I'm already overthinking. Um, nice. That's my update. So who's your beef or crush of the week? So my beef of the week is myself, I guess, but also kind of my crush. My crush is not myself. My crush is the Tim Hortons sugar, not Tim Hortons, McDonald's sugar-free iced coffee that I cannot seem to stop getting. Uh, there's a McDonald's right by my place. I walk by it every single time I get back from the gym. I hate it because it's so tempting. It's just so easy. Like I just go get my mobile order and then just go <laughs> pick it up and it's so lovely and they're a dollar right now. And it's so great. Even though it's like so freaking cold outside, I'm still happily drinking my iced coffee. So in every single morning meeting I have, I'm basically just drinking a McDonald's iced coffee. <laughs> that was your beef slash crush? Yeah, because it was like my beef is I keep spending money on it when I should it's like even though it's like a dollar fifty, mm -hmm. it's a dollar fifty because like mm. the fifty cents extra for the sugar free syrup. Um, I also usually buy Jordan like a decaf coffee as well, so it's like two something. Um, so it's like two dollar, two like almost three dollars like every single day or almost like every other day. It's not good. Like I don't like the fact that I'm spending like this money every single day. I still think it's only like three bucks you're spending in total. That's not bad in the grand scheme of things. You know, like the whole like avocado toast thing. Like if I stopped buying avocado toast, I could have this much savings in this many years. Like if I didn't buy this $3 coffee every single, every other day, every single morning, then I could have more money in the future. You know, like this money I could be putting away for other things. Um, yeah, I think you're fine. <laughs> If it helps, I don't think your $3 coffees are the reason why you cannot afford a house or anything. Yeah. So. You are correct. You are okay. Yeah. And I just needed to go back to like the normal price. And then I need May or June to never roll around because dollar drink days is absolutely going to break me. Isn't it still the same price when it's dollar drink no. days? They're like, oh. Well. No, well, dollar drink days are still like a dollar, a dollar twenty-five, or a dollar fifty. Yeah, and then the flavor shot, so it'd still be the same price anyways. No. Yeah, but like it'll break me because it's the summer, mm. and it's more enjoyable to drink an iced coffee. Oh yeah, I forgot it's cold outside. <laughs> you did mention that, that, and it didn't like process with me, and I was like, wait a minute, you're right, it's so cold. <laughs> it's not that cold. It's like we're having some like decent weather every few days uh, yeah only every few days it's still quite chilly yeah but it's not as cold as it normally is in march okay yeah. what's your beef or crush of the week i have a beef slash a crush same as you but it's about daisy jones and the six i already kind of told you about it but um i read the book beforehand and i feel like that was the cause of my downfall because I keep comparing it to the book and I'm like, the person who they cast for Daisy Jones just isn't living up to this expectation in my head. And I don't know about you guys,
but I just feel like the way they describe Daisy Jones, like she's an absolute rock star. Think about like Freddie Mercury, Elton John, like all those people who were just on stage that had like star power. And she's on stage mm-hmm. and she's like, yeah. Like even her personality is like, yeah. Even though she is Elvis's granddaughter technically, so maybe that's what gave her that extra push to be cast for that role. I don't know. I think she's like, okay. I think she looks the part. I don't think she exactly like sounds the part. And then Sam Claflin, who is Billy, why does he look like a 50-year-old man, even though he's only in his 30s? Do British people age this poorly at British people? Let me know. I don't know if he, I know like they're supposed to do like drugs and stuff, so like they age faster. But like even in the 10 years ahead or something, whatever it is in their interviews, he looks like kind of younger or like better looking. Everyone else too who aged, like they didn't look that bad. Like they were supposed to go through like a lot of drugs and and hard substance abuse. They look fine. What message is this sending to the children? Don't do drugs. Do drugs. Do drugs, you'll be fine, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I will say the character who is not so bad as I thought is Camilla, who, as you might recall, Leonardo's famous ex-girlfriend. He dumped her when she turned 25. Um, She plays Camille, Camilla, whatever, in the show. And they had her character in the book, like, super... Like, she knew what she wanted. She was, like, super... Like, something about her made everyone, like, love her. She was very, like, headstrong. Like, very similar to Daisy, but, like, no matter what Billy did, she was like, no, we're not leaving each other. Like, divorce isn't a thing. Like, you still love me, I love you, that kind of thing. And in the show, it kind of seems like Camilla is more clingy a little bit to Billy, but also, I think I saw, like, a snippet later on. But, like, she kind of does find her way a little bit, and they kind of stray apart from each other. And I'm almost like, hmm, that could be interesting. That's a nice twist that they're doing to differentiate themselves from the book. Oh, another thing is that they had one more person in the band, which explained why they called it The Six, but at the time they only had five people. Like, I guess Camille is, like, their photographer, but, like, they didn't count her, which is kind of funny. They just, like, killed the one character. Wait, in the book, there's six of them? Yeah. But in the show, they're like, nah. There's just going to be five plus Camille. They made like a freaking joke about it. Where they were like, oh, like, why would we be the six? Because like, there's five of us in the band. And then they were like, oh, but like, everyone's the five or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like the Jackson five and all that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. What the fuck? Mm -hmm. Why did they just kill a whole ass person? Was this? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't remember why they did that. Hmm, I'm trying to look it up on Wiki to confirm this, but I'm pretty sure that guy's name is Pete. There's no Pete in here. Well, Pete was the one who, he, like, ended up leaving the band, I think, because he got married and stuff. But, like, is his story, no like, not important? No. Not that important. Anyway, that's it for my beef slash crush. Let's move on to the Oscars 2023. I think the only thing I know about that is that our movie of the year, Everything Everywhere All at Once, swept the award show. 
Yeah. And that is significant for multiple reasons. The number one being it was a great movie that we both enjoyed. (laughs) And number two, it was great for like Asian representation because it was a predominantly Asian main cast. And even one of the directors is Asian as well. And it was from like a smaller studio, I guess, like A24. And it was like an original piece. Like it wasn't based off of like a screenplay or I guess it wasn't like adapted from anything. So it was like an original piece and it really truly deserved it. I'm really happy about all the things that it did win. Um, so it won like seven awards, including the best picture, I guess, nominee, but there was like a bunch of other movies as well. So I'm going to give you the title of all those movies and you're going to tell me what you think those are about. Ready? You got it. Okay. All Quiet on the Western Front. Oh, I think I read this book in high school, like for a book report. Pretty sure it's just the war. It's just another war movie. Yeah. Think so too. Apparently, there was controversy over this movie, but I don't know what the controversy is. Ooh, I love me some controversy. What's the yeah, controversy? But it did about? awesome. I don't know. I think I don't know what it is, but I feel like I heard like little birdies talk about like the controversy of it, but I don't know what it is. Unfortunately, huh. I am sorry, but yeah, it's basically a war movie and. I think it's World War One. Well, I'm reading about it because it was banned in Nazi Germany. It was one of the first books to be publicly burned, along with thousands of Jewish authors. It was considered anti-war propaganda. Hmm. Hmm. I I I do not remember what that book was about. I remember Nick tried to put it on to watch the other day and I said no I'm not watching a war movie yeah I 100% agree with that and also I feel like there's just too much Nazi stuff going on like in the media that I'm like not another Nazi thing I sure hope it's not like that controversy I read but yeah let's let's not let Nazis be a thing guys yeah. Um, okay. So, what about the movie called Women Talking? I think it is about. Wait, who's in this movie? Can you tell me that? Claire Foy. Okay. Jesse Buckley. Ben Whishaw. Oh, so it's a British movie, I see. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I don't know who the Jesse Buckley person is, but those other two I know are British for sure. Um, okay. I'm thinking it's about a movie about these women. They start a newspaper. Or no, they, yeah, they work at a newspaper. They couldn't make it. So then they started a newspaper and then they get big old and famous and they go through their obstacles. Am I right or wrong? That's my final guess. 
So I actually had my coworker recommend this movie to me last night being like, oh, you should totally watch it. And I was like, am I going to be sad after I watch this movie? And she's like, yes, it's a very heavy movie. Basically, it's based on like a true story or it's based on like a book or something that could be based on a true story. I'm a little bit unclear on that part, but it's about this religious cult where the men rape the women and then drug them and then tell them that it's actually the devil doing it. And then one day two women like wake up i guess in the middle of the raping and find out it's actually the men in the religious community doing it so they're all talking essentially they like all come together and try to figure out what to do going forward oh my god but i wish it was my newspaper thing like i wish these women weren't being like tortured like that oh my god Ugh. yeah so, so sad. yeah but apparently it is like a social commentary about like the patriarchy and everything but also it's like ew that's so gross i don't like it it makes me sad having to listen to this yeah okay so what about the banshees of innocent Oh, God. Remember, we had already talked about this. Okay. I already know it's an Irish movie. I want to say it's about a guy returning to his hometown and going through his struggles with his family. His family has a big old scandal, and he's trying to make things right with his family. That's my final guess. Um, apparently, it's about male friendship. And... <laughs> falling out of male friendship and they are put into very like weird bad situations but like that's supposed to be like the comedy of it i don't really understand like oh it's a comedy yes it's there it's supposed to be a little bit funny but it's like yeah explores the like male friendship falling out huh. sad yes it's not what i Where's the banshee part? <laughs> Who's screaming? Maybe that's where they are. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Do you want to take a guess? I have a list in front of me. You so, know what the triangle have, of sadness is about. I have no idea. Triangle of sadness. It is about the Bermuda Triangle. And <laughs> what happens is that when you go to it, you become very, very sad. And they can't figure out why. And, like, they trap you there. And it's just like this triangle of sad people and then they have to go rescue them but then everyone just gets sad and that's how the movie ends i mean you could be right this wiki thing is like very vague but it's a satirical black comedy follows a celebrity couple on a luxury cruise with wealthy guests oh wait actually i do know what this movie's about so i think i saw a trailer for it it's like really like there's a weird vibe about this movie where the rich people make the like workers on this cruise ship do like weird things like it was one it was like oh like why don't you take a dip in the hot tub or something and then she's like but i'm wearing like my clothes i don't have my bathing suit and she like the rich person's like no like you should do it and then she's like uh okay and then she just like goes in in her clothes so there's like a weird like like it's probably a social commentary of some sort but it's like this weird like ooh, like ickiness that comes with like 
how controlling the rich people seem to be and essentially these people are just like they're slaves in a way because they just kind of have to do what they say icky icky yeah interesting but yes now i remember Okay, okay. Apparently, after learning about the name, seeing a trailer for it, being told kind of what this movie's about, I still did not remember. And this all happened <laughs> in the span of a week. That's funny. Hmm, I do want to watch that. Okay. Yeah. It, like, it actually looked like, it, I think it's about two influencers that get, like, invited there. So it could be good. It could mm-hmm. be up your alley. Mm-hmm. But, um, because I already know this movie. What about mm. what do you think the Fablemans is about? Oh, that was another one. I don't know. I think it's about this family of people who like to tell a lot of fables and lies, and it just gets them going. And then one day, they all their fables and lies get caught up. So then they have to try to prove them right to the town. And that's how we see the invention of all these nursery rhymes. All these fables, if you will. Um, Kind of, I guess. It's about no Steven way. Spielberg's life. Oh, no way! Wait, he's a fableman? I thought he was a Spielberg. Uh, it's like, the person's called Sammy Fableman. And it's, but I think it's based on the life of Steven Spielberg. Oh, I see, I see. Oh, it's kind of cute. Yeah, it apparently is actually pretty good. I mean, like, again, it's an Oscar-nominated best picture, <laughs> so probably pretty good. But also, um, Oscar movies are also very weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always take them with a grain of salt. Because they're not like the usual movies that I'd watch every day. Like, I wouldn't sit down and watch Elvis. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, but you should. I, I feel I thought you would have. I mean, I did watch Elvis. I did fall asleep. It was okay. It was kind of sad, but it was okay. Yeah. I'm excited for Ash. No, what's his name? Austin Butler to finally stop maybe using his Elvis voice. Yeah, me because. Too now he's done campaigning yeah (laughs) he no offense to him but like i don't know if it's a real thing because he said he was stuck in character for two years so then he changed his little high-pitched voice because we remember him from disney channel and zoe 101 and all those other like guest roles he had oh ashley uh sharpay evans fabulous adventure we remember his real voice who's he trying to fool here yeah I thought he was hot. I always had like a crush on him as a kid because I am basic and my taste in men are basic. <laughs> um, but he was in the Carrie Diaries, which I really enjoyed. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which, yeah, that was kind of what started my great love of him and everything. But I cannot watch Elvis. I don't know what it is. There's something about him that grosses me out. I know. No. Like, Austin Butler kind of gives me the ick. And he has for a little bit, but... Yeah, it took me a while to get into Elvis. But it was surprisingly not bad. Like, I think Austin Butler did a great job. Yeah. 
I mean, but is it like a best picture kind of good job? Probably not. Uh, it's like very, like Baz Luhrmann movies are very like extravagant. Like it's camp mm. almost. So that's what yeah. kind of makes it entertaining. But other than that, it was yeah. like, eh. I really like the Doja Cat song. People got so, I was like reading about how people got so angry about how she remixed it. And she, they were like, so that song, I think Elvis had actually like taken that song from like a black artist mm-hmm. in the first place. Yeah. And then everyone was like, this is such an iconic song. She's like butchered it. And like, how could she make it like this? Like now every, every time you search it, it's going to be associated with her. It's so terrible. Blah, 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 blah. Like people did not like it. Wow. I enjoyed it. I think they yeah, did pay tribute to like the original artist in the movie because yeah, Elvis was like very influenced by the blues community. Yeah. So he he did reference it a lot. Um I remember Nick was saying when he heard that song the first time, he said he actually liked the original more. And I like that Doja Cat song was kind of like tongue in cheek, where I know it didn't really reference anyone, but it's almost like she was saying, you're fake. Like, you stole the song. Mm, I see. That's how I saw it anyways. That's why I was like, this is a great song. Hmm. Yeah, okay. Um. So we have, two, well, I mean, there's like two movies, like Maverick and Avatar, The Way of Water. I feel like you can kind of guess what those are. Self-explanatory <laughs> sequels. <laughs> I'm actually yeah. surprised, like, no offense, that Avatar, The Way of Water is there. Why? But like, it's a like you like Avatar, the first one was really popular, even though no one has any idea what happens in it. Yeah, that's why I'm surprised it's there for Best Picture too. Because again, I also have no idea what's happening in it. I get kind of the ick when I think about Avatar. I don't know. James Cameron movie, the first one did really well. It's very like I don't know. It's kind of like Oscar bait. I just felt like I didn't really like the first one that much. Or, like, I I watched it. I thought it was eh. Didn't want to watch another three hours of the same movie. I was like, I'm good. Don't need to watch that Tarboy of Water. I think I get the memo. Yeah. That makes sense. And, you know, Top Gun Maverick. Planes go fast. Yeah. Tom oh, Cruise. There's Tar. Tar. Yeah, I don't... I... Even now, reading the description of what Tar is, I still don't understand what Tar is. I just it's Kate Conductor. That's it. That's all I know. Oh. Okay. Like music? Yeah. Like orchestra conductor. Okay. Yes. And then there was everything everywhere all at once. Which one? <laughs> yeah. It was... I rem- like I didn't even know the Oscars was happening until I saw on Reddit that it was like it was like Oscar thread and I like the first thing I saw was that like Key Way Kwan. How do you say his name? I don't know. I was hoping you know. <laughs> he is Viet. He is. <laughs> and so is his name. So I assume <laughs> that he was Chinese. Uh, what the key? That's so funny. Why did I think he was? Chinese this whole time. Is it because he spoke Chinese in the movie that I was confused? Yeah, that's probably why I thought he was Chinese. Ki Hui Quan? I'll just say Ki Hui. Ki Hui Huang. Quang. Is it Quan or Huang? 
Quan. Well, if I'm wrong, sorry guys. I'm not the best with names. Yeah, I mean culturally, I thought you would you would know. I had no idea. That's funny. Yeah, uh so though like I saw him win like best supporting actor and his speech. He even says he's like Viet in his speech, I just wanna say. And I feel like you watched the speech. <laughs> Did. Um, yeah. That's funny. That's cool. He's fluent in English, Cantonese, Mandarin, and Vietnamese. Oh, go him. What mm-hmm. a well rounded man. But mm-hmm. he I saw it and I was like, I I cried. Like at his speech, I like I put his speech, the clip of it on TV and I watched it. And I was like, crying because I was like I'm so happy for you I'm so parasocial and I actually found out that my director is family friends with him whoa wow that's so cool then, small world yeah I know and it, and he I was like oh so you watched it like you watched the like him get his award and he's like no I didn't even know and I was like what, <laughs> what? I feel like in almost every like He's been like dominating the award shows. Like he's just been like nominated one back to back. And he's been so like genuine and so like he cries at each one and I'm like, "Oh, what a sweaty." Yeah. It cuz it's like he like you know about his like history and everything where like he couldn't get a part and mm-hmm. then he saw crazy rich Asians and he's like, "Oh, maybe like Asians can like an Asians can get parts now in Hollywood again." Mm-hmm. So yeah, and like the comeback story. I am a sucker for a comeback story. I love him. What yeah. a sweaty. I'm going to tell my mom he's Vietnamese. Maybe she'll finally watch everything everywhere all at once. It's like a weird movie to watch with your parents. For sure. Um, I wanted to watch it alone to really absorb it this time. Mm-hmm. But then my brother joined in and then my mom joined in and I was like, guys, how am I supposed to cry alone like this? I feel like my family just like asks too many questions when a movie is on that it like takes away from the full drama of it. Like Evelyn's whole thing with her daughter at the end. So sweet. Yeah. I, again, I spent the last like 45 minutes of that movie just crying and i was like god damn it what does this movie end and you just like i want to stop crying but then it keeps on going and going i'm like what the frick Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah so yeah i think you do really need to watch it and again weird movie because like my co-worker watched it with her parents and she had to explain like the dildo like the people trying to shove things up their ass part of it and she was like oh god yeah, definitely a weird movie. I remember like Nick's cousin telling us about it at the dinner table, and she was like, "There's hot dog fingers in it, so watch out about that." And I was like, "What does that even mean?" <laughs> watch out about that. <laughs> she was just like, "It was just super weird." You'll be a little confused, but I enjoyed it. Yes, I see. Yeah, and then Michelle, you won best. Uh... Actress. Deserved it. Yeah. yeah. And we kind of talked about this a little earlier, but um, Jamie Lee Curtis won for Best Supporting Actress, even though it was like a very stacked category. And everyone assumed that Angela Bassett, who played Queen Ramona, 
Ramonda. Ramonda. Ramonda would uh, win. And people are claiming racism for the fact that she didn't win. What are your thoughts on that? Hmm. I don't know if racism, I'll be honest here. Just because I feel like the Oscars would be too afraid to do anything racist at this point. Like, they've just been, like, called out so many times in the past. And I feel like they wouldn't want to do that anymore. So, I don't know how it works. I think I think you were you nailed it on the head earlier when we were talking about it and you said it was mostly politics. Jamie Lee Curtis has been in the game for a very, very long time. And has probably done a lot of campaigning for herself. The movie has done so well, so maybe they were like, let's make it look best actress, best actor in supporting role, best actress supporting role. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, because it was like, people said that Stephanie, who played the daughter and everything everywhere all at once, didn't really campaign, even though she had, like, a really good performance, but she didn't really, like, campaign as hard as she could have, I guess. And people are saying she did that because she didn't want to split the vote and people were saying that like she's just biding her time where she's playing the politics of it and by not winning this time and letting jamie lee curtis win she'll like be more likely to get it in the future and probably also get like better roles and stuff which is like kind of unfortunate because like i think her she was great and i think like she was better than jamie lee curtis in everything everywhere all at once but she'll have her time she's like because she's such an amazing actress it's like she'll get an oscar eventually yeah well look how long it took leo five times yeah but like everyone was cheering for leo when he finally got his oscar like it was one of those things where it's like unless they die like they'll get the oscar I don't know about that. I think if you are a good enough actor or an actress and you have been nominated enough times, I think you'll eventually get there. Like, unless you die first. That's hmm. my theory. Hmm. Like, any famous actor slash actress. I'm going to put this to the test. Oscar nominated. Oscar nominated. Did Florence Pugh win an Oscar? No. It's only a matter of time. It's going to win soon. I don't think she is the type to win the Oscar, though. Like, um, like I'm trying to think of, like, she's, like, almost like a... Hmm. She's, she's like a... Hmm. No, but she's, like, a Jennifer Lawrence type. So she might... She was nominated for Jennifer. Little Women. Oh, okay. Never mind, then. Maybe. Mm -hmm. Maybe Florence Pugh will eventually get one. So, I take it all back. She could potentially get one. She is a Jennifer Lawrence type, yeah. which is kind of weird to be described that way. Can we sidestep and talk about Jennifer Lawrence's upcoming movie coming out? The one where she seduces a 19-year-old who's unfuckable? Like, okay. First, that movie is, like, failure to launch, right? Yes. Which is, like... Exactly. Okay, like, the premise is almost the same. Yes. Except what the, the age gap is, like, what's throwing me off. Yeah. Why? Like, why is this a movie? Like, what does it end up in? They get actually get together? 
because that's weird. I feel He's like in high school. <laughs> like it's illegal, but I'm also like, I don't think it's I, from the way it was going. I don't think they're gonna be romantic. I think they're just gonna be good friends, or she's gonna guide him. But then I'm like, it's kind of gross. In both situations, it's gross. Yeah. Also, I'm, I want to watch it because I think the parents are kind of funny. But I don't think the parents are actually in it that much. And I might get the ick too much when I watch that movie. Why is she doing it? Like, I don't know. Like, it's been such a long time since, since she's been in a movie. Maybe she's like, you know what? I want to do something, like, funny. Like, she is a funny person. So maybe mm-hmm. she was like... Oh no, let's do something fun. But I'm also of the mindset, like, you know how all these famous actors always have, like, that one movie that they kind of regret doing? Not regret, but, like, that one movie that's just out there, like, kind of weird. Yeah, but be that's usually movie. before. That's usually before you get your Oscar and before you do all, like, the cool movies and shit. Yeah. Not after. Yeah, I'm looking at her filmography. She's never really done a funny movie before. So maybe this, like, sex comedy just seems, like, so funny to her. What is she, Amy Schumer? Well, she is really good friends with Amy Schumer, so maybe. Maybe she has so much money now, she's just doing things for, like, the fun of it. I think that's what it is, too, because it says she's also a producer on it. So she's like, this looks hilarious. I want in Mm -hmm. on this. I really want to talk about that movie. (laughs) Yeah, that's really funny, because I actually just watched a trailer for it. Like, I just saw, like, it was, like, an ad on YouTube or something, and I just watched it. Because, like, whenever I get a trailer on YouTube now for, like, an ad, I always watch all of it, and I don't know why. It's, like, when you watch, when you used to watch TV and the commercials you got were, like, commercials for new movies, this is how, the only way I can, like, get new movie info now. hmm Yeah. I just yeah. zone out from all commercials, which is for the best. Oh, and now I get them from TikTok. Arguably if we're the best. How do you get <laughs> commercials on TikTok? Not, like, it's like ads. ads. Mm-hmm. Oh. But you can like scroll through them. But they make you wait like maybe like a second. Mm, I see. Yeah. That makes sense. Did you ever watch The Whale? No. I read it on Wiki though and it sounded awfully sad. And I saw people on Twitter saying that they didn't like that movie, but they really like Brendan Fraser in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. People were saying like it was very emotional too, um, but also they didn't like him in the fat suit. <laughs> yeah, I think it was. Wait, do you know the premise of it? Something about reconnecting with his daughter. I think his like estranged daughter. Yes. Um. Yeah, he's he just got really fat after the divorce or something. He's also a professor and he will not turn on his camera because he's like super self-conscious. Reconnects with his daughter. His daughter tries to kill him or something. Um, just it, that's like the ending. Spoiler. Um, the daughter tries to kill him. Yeah, but then they like foil I... it. But like he was why? But why? Yeah, she was like faking connecting with him because she was just like resentful to him for like just not being part of her life and she wanted money i think something like that 
And then, anyways, he turns on his camera, and then people are, like, taking pictures and, like, like shocked at how fat he is. And then he gets scared and throws his laptop at the wall or something like that. And that's how it ends? Uh, I can't remember exactly how it ended, but something... There's no, like, happy ending. I think maybe he, like, rekindles things with his daughter, but I don't... I don't think so. I just remember thinking, man, this just gets worse and worse. This is a hella sad movie. I am never watching. Like, it was on my list to watch because I like Brendan Fraser, but I am never watching this movie. What the? F- I'm going to be so mad because I'm like, oh, like, you poor sweet man. Like, yes, you're neglectful, but then it's like, is that precursor to murder i guess i don't know what he did to the daughter i guess so i can't judge her for her actions but also what the yeah i'm never watching this movie i thought it was just like feel good movie in a way like he's like really fat but he like he's like you know what like i really want to connect with my daughter and everything and like it's like this journey of like connecting like it's kind of like everything everywhere all at once but it's a dad and a daughter and then it like it ends with them like actually connecting and him like getting over his like issues and stuff and them talking it out and everything i had such high hopes for this movie this is why i can't i okay i don't normally like oscar movies like i feel like the stuff that like gets nominated are the things i don't really enjoy watching i think with the exception of everything everywhere all at once it was in Black Panther, I guess. But I don't think I watched any other movie. Like, you're right. They, all these movies are, like, super depressing. Or they're too, like, artsy in a way that I cannot appreciate. Like, I don't know if it's, like, I cannot, I cannot appreciate. But I feel like there's more politics that go into it. Like, the people behind the scenes just suck up to the Academy. Um, and, like, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like the more damaged and, like messed up a movie is the more likely it is to be nominated yes like yes they talk about like they touch on like a, like some heavy topics and stuff like what was it like moonlight moon mm-hmm. something moonlight, like yeah. that was touching on like very heavy topics and everything and that's kind of the stuff that gets nominated too which is like yes they're important to talk about and stuff but also it's like it's so heavy the thing, it's so heavy and like the things that like Marvel movies that do get nominated or things like Top Gun and stuff, like they don't really win best picture or like the better, I don't know, like not the better categories. Like they win in other stuff like costume design mm-hmm. and like music and all that stuff, but like they don't win best picture. They don't win for like, they don't get nominated for like actress or actor or whatever. Like it's almost like you have to craft like the specific kind of like, movie like the oscar baiting movie which is like this heavy or like it could be like a social commentary of some mm-hmm. sort and it's like the people in it have to be good yeah exactly um i mean i don't know even like the movie blonde i refuse to watch that movie and i'm surprised that anna de armas was nominated like maybe she was really good i'll never know i just don't want to watch it because it seems messed up um yeah and side note, I think, yeah, all those, like, movies that you actually watch that are nominated for the side stuff, like Suicide Squad won an Oscar. I don't even know how that happened, but I guess through the makeup and stuff, which is very impressive. Yeah, 
I think like the Oscars are for people who really like are cinephiles. Cinnamon. No, cinephiles. Cinnamon files. Cinnamon files. (laughs) Like the people who like truly enjoy, I guess, seeing films for the sake of seeing films, I guess. And it's not just like, oh, entertainment, but it also is entertainment. But I almost feel like it's the same movies being nominated over again, even in all the other categories. Like, I'm scrolling through the nominees list, and it's always Women Talking, All Quiet on the Western Front, Top Gun, Black Panther, Avatar. And then you see, like, other random things sprinkled in there, like Batman for some reason. And Glass Onion, which I think was interesting screenplay. Yeah. It's weird because it's like, if the movie doesn't get nominated in other categories the like actor or actress or whatever doesn't really get like even if they even if you gave a killer performance you're not going to be nominated if your movie wasn't good Mm. like that's why there's so much like homogeneity i guess in all of the different categories where it's like if you do if it's like a good movie then it's like oh well everything has to be good about it which is like i don't like it when one like i think us like everywhere everything everywhere all at once like it was good but i don't did it deserve to like get like seven different awards or was there something else that's like more deserving was it just like a good movie like can we really break down that movie into the so like into so many different parts and be like okay so well this was better like the sound was better than this or like the this was better than that kind of thing and but like this really contributed like you know like why wasn't there more of other stuff being nominated like why does why do the oscars work in this way we'll never know i think that is like a common thing though like the movie that is forecasted to be the movie of the year will tend to get nominated for all those different awards also your other point Paul Mescal, he was nominated for Best Actor in a Leading Role. His movie did not do well. Oh, okay. Maybe not then. Mm-hmm. Was he that good? Apparently. I don't know what that movie's about, and I haven't seen him in it. I think he played a dad. What are your predictions for next year? What do you think type, what type of movie <laughs> is going to be nominated? <laughs> I don't know. The movies aren't even out yet. <laughs> or maybe they are. But I haven't Who seen do it. you think is going to be in the best actress or the best oh. supporting actress? All right, no, this my girl Florence Pugh. That's it? Well, I don't know anyone else. Like, is anyone making a comeback? I don't know. Julia Roberts? I don't know. What about, like, the up-and-coming people, you know? Oh. Hmm, that's a very good point. I almost feel like... I feel like Angela Bassett's gonna make a go for it again. But... In what? I don't know. Exactly, it's too soon. It's only March. (laughs) These movies aren't out yet. (laughs) Yeah. I guess, like, oh, did you see that thing where it's, like, people are mad at Angela Bassett because she didn't win so like when mm-hmm. they didn't announce her name she had like a moment of like what the fuck kind of thing yeah everyone was clapping except for Angela Bassett oh I didn't know what I didn't know that's what it was <laughs> oh now I'm like, when you called racism I was like uh, I don't know about that 
Yeah, it's because like people like I was reading that people were like, oh, like you're just pointing this out because she is a black woman. Like why if this was like a white woman, like you never would have said anything like this is just like another point of like privilege that black women don't have. It's like you can't be in your feelings about it. Like that's what I read, but I didn't know what she did. Like I didn't know that she didn't clap. I thought she just had like a sad expression or something or like she was just like, oh, I thought I was going to win. So like she was like, what the heck? I didn't know it was like now I'm like I don't know because it almost feels yeah. disrespectful yeah remember like that thing from friends where Joe where Rachel's telling Joey like they zoom in on all the losers to get their reaction so make sure you you show like good sportsmanship and you're like cheering along the person who won and they zoom in on Joey and he's just like swearing and like super mad um not that Angela Bassett did that but you can tell she had kind of a disappointed look on her face but she yeah was not clapping she looked stunning, was not clapping. Stephanie Hsu, Hsu? she was like cheering Jamie Lee Curtis on, was like yeah. screaming, like expected for a co-star, but everyone else was like politely like clapping, as you should. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's weird because like, I don't, like, I think it's okay to be in your feelings about it. And I feel like if your initial reaction is sadness, that is okay. But I think to be respectful, like the status quo is you should be clapping like mm -hmm. i feel like if anyone else like even if she wasn't black even if she's a white woman or a white man and they didn't clap i feel like people would still talk about it as yeah. a thing of like that's not good mm -hmm. sportsmanship that's rude of you yeah and it like it's okay to like be upset because she probably thought that she was going to win it for good reason like mm -hmm. but i think you should still show support for your yeah. fellow actresses mm -hmm. because like stuff like that only comes back and bites you like even you could have meant m nothing by it but like people remember that shit and like when you're like getting jobs or something or like trying to make connections and network and all that stuff like people remember that like it feels almost like snubbing yeah i agree a little bit like snubbing but we'll never know the politics and the dark side of the Oscars. Yeah. I mean, truly, like, I feel like the Oscars in itself, it's all, it's all dark. It's yeah. All and yeah, dark. all the movies that, like, get nominated and stuff, yeah, they probably play into the palm of the old white people who run the Hollywood foreign press. Yeah. I'm sure, like, there is some... I don't know there's probably racism at play there where it's like not that many black women have won this like have won best actress or best supporting actress or best actor or best supporting actor so probably most likely mm -hmm. <laughs> also i know i share a birthday with angela bassett oh nice yeah a lot of august babies that are oscar nominated so your time to shine time. <laughs> <laughs> classic leo thing to say <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's like, I, like this is a similarity I share. Maybe this was my destiny as well. Maybe I'm just like a later in life actress. Yeah. See me on the big screen. You could be. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I interrupted your. Who do you think is going to be at nominated next year? I don't know. I just think <laughs> for sure Florence Pugh. Maybe Zendaya. 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 Zendaya can make it if Dune 2 comes out and she has more roles. Like, has more speaking lines, I mean. 
Timothy Chalamet probably be up there for Dune. Dune was already out. Dune two. Was Dune one? Did Dune one do Oscars? Did they get Oscars? Oh my god, I don't even know how like people watched that movie like without subtitles. If there was like a loser for sound mixing, it should be them. <laughs> I mean that in a respectful way because they're in the desert and they're wearing these masks, so they sound like Bane the whole time they're talking, like whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you saying? Oh wow, ten nominations at their Oscars. Best picture. Wait, what? They won an award for. Be- <laughs> they won an award for best sound. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm over here wow. like I didn't hear a single thing. That's so funny. If you were you could not be on the awards. <laughs> they board, would immediately kick me out. All these old people somehow had better hearing than me. I maybe it's like it immersive. Like maybe that's what made it good. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. Best picture, best adapted screenplay, best sound, best original score, best film editing, best production design, best visual effects, best cinematography. Hmm. <laughs> Notice that none of the actors or something were nominated. Which is kind of funny. Yeah. Well, okay. So if Dune 2 comes out, then we'll look back to this in a year and see if Maggie was correct. I only listed three people. <laughs> Wait until yeah, more movies and- come out. We'll see. Yeah, but like, you know where it's like, you just like feel, I don't know, okay. I, don't, I have no idea. I was just like, let's see if you had any thoughts about this. The only movie I have watched this year is Jennifer's Body, which I feel like would not win at the Oscars. <laughs> not even a current movie. Like, yeah. It's, it's this movie this year. Like, so it had no chance anyways. I have not watched no 2023 movie. I don't think The Last of Us counts as like an Oscar or a 2023 Oscar nominee because it's a show. Anyways, thanks for listening to us talk absolutely nonsense about the Oscars, I guess. Our professional opinions. Yes, our professional guesstimates about what we think happened at the Oscars and how the Oscar process works. Go follow us on social media, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram, and go like us and listen to us wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. And stay tuned for another episode of Apologetically Me next Thursday. Bye. Bye.